This is the Dave Logan Podcast. And welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman, podcast number 33, I believe. It is. It's number 33. And we've never done um, a podcast like we're about to do, I guess. Yeah, we were, uh, we, when we first started this, obviously we were doing the podcast in the same room. Now, since the pandemic, we have been, uh, what do they call this, virtually podcasting? When are we going to stop? When can we be reunited? I think we're, I think we're uh, headed in the right direction, right? <laughs> there was a little Peaches and Herb song there. Reunited. Yeah. And it feels so good. Is mm-hmm. that not, is that not Peaches and Herb? Mm-hmm. I you, you don't even my know, time. do you? I know. What I do know. you mean it's before your time? Peaches, Peaches and Herb. Herb? Yeah, I was you like heard two. Yeah. You were like in college and I was two. Y- yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe in the next couple of weeks, because people are now starting to um, get back to a little bit of normal activity safely. Do you live in Douglas County? I do not. Okay. So... I live in Rappahoe County. Have you been to a restaurant yet? Not not in eating inside. I've been to plenty plenty of restaurants in terms of uh, ordering takeout. Okay, but no, I haven't. Uh, have you had dinner or lunch? No, I'm going to have it this week. I think I'm going to do it this week. Yeah, yeah. So your world really hasn't changed that much. Oh no, it has. I mean, sure, right? Um, How? Well, I mean, just from optics, if nothing else. Right? Going into work every single day, doing a radio show in a building that used to house, I don't know, three, four hundred people every single day, and now maybe five. Stuff like that. I mean, trying to get, I mean, the normal everyday activities. I think everybody's life has changed uh, to, to a certain degree, some more than others. We've been talking about coronavirus for two and a half months this is going to be a little bit started this podcast with how what's going on in the world today um it's some interesting times i know you were off all last week yep what is your thoughts as we look at around the country in denver what's happening well i mean i think um you know for me there there are two distinctly different storylines uh, the first, and I think the most important, is the death of George Floyd. I think any reasonable person, no matter what color your skin is, after seeing that video, would be shocked, angry. I mean, it was a, you know, you. I remember when I first saw the video, I was at home, and I'm I'm looking at the video, and I'm thinking what what are you thinking about now i've never been a police officer right and i i do think and again my qualifier here is i know there are a lot of really good cops i know there are and they put their life on the line every single day and i i acknowledge that but watching that video um i i i was just appalled and i just i just don't know what what uh, again, never been a police officer, but I don't know what goes through your mind in a situation like that. I, I can't figure out how you wouldn't think like, okay, we've we've got this guy completely subdued. His hands are cuffed. He's face down. Do I really need to have a knee in the back of his neck? 
Now, maybe, maybe, and again, I've never been one. Maybe that's not how police officers are trained. Maybe that's not how they think. Uh, I can't imagine that the three other officers there wouldn't have at some point looked over and said, hey, dude, you know what? Let's, let's get him up. Let's, let's get him up because, but I, but again, I don't, I don't know. Evidently that's not how in that case, that's not how they thought, but it was, um, it was awful. And I don't think you have to be black or white or brown or I, I don't think it matters if you're, if you saw that video and you were not shocked and appalled and angry, then, you know, you, you probably need to check yourself. You probably need to look in the mirror and say, okay, if I can come up with excuses why that kind of police behavior is tolerable, then that maybe it's me. You know, you need to check yourself. Something, something's very much, very much askew in, in your life. So I think everybody agrees with you that that was, that was horrific. That was horrific to watch and horrific to watch the other officers do nothing about it. It's what's happening after that seems surreal. Um, never seen anything like it. There's so much rage and anger and hurt in this country. And now we see it and we see it in Denver and to see it. I live downtown and to see every night I've heard sirens and helicopters and there's been protesters up and down my street and to see police headquarters being guarded by the police and the tear gas and wow i mean it's um it's something and it's so sad and i don't know the answer and i guess it's like covid we're all we are all once again going through the same thing together because every city in the country is going through this yeah, I think I think that's why I opened with with saying there was two two distinctly different issues, and that's that's why I addressed the George Floyd issue first because I think I think it should be first. Um, now on to the the protests and what we've seen come out of the protest. Right, I think I, I, again. I think one of the reasons that this is the greatest country in the world is that we have the ability to protest. Uh, if you look around the world and other countries, when people protest, um, they, they wind up being jailed or at times killed, right? So I'm all for, and I, I completely understand the idea about protesting what we all witnessed with respect to George Floyd. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, I don't think it should be just black people that are protesting. I think there are plenty of white people that are outraged with what, what we saw. Um, here's where I draw the line, and there's a distinction in my book. When you have the protest carried on by people trying to, in a peaceful way, make it known um, to everybody how appalled they are by what they've witnessed and then you add to that mix a deliberate attempt by others to basically hijack the message and to become violent and to loot and burn stores and break windows and throw Molotov cocktails into police cars um, I'm not good with any of that so 
you know, you try to listen to as many news shows and watch and, and decipher what's accurate news. I saw today, prior to you and I doing the show, there was an interesting bit of um, video. There was an African-American man in Dallas that was being interviewed in, in the neighborhood that he lived in and said he found a pallet with bricks on the pallet on the side of the street. So obviously, and these are, and I'm paraphrasing his message, but he said, these these were not here yesterday. He said, I live here in this neighborhood. So in his mind, that was something that had been brought in. Okay, Mm -hmm. who's bringing it in? Where are they getting this? Who's coordinating the effort? So again, I, I, it's, it's hard not to mix the two. And so that's why I'm, I'm doing the best I can to say, listen, I, I, I'm all in favor of those who vehemently and aggressively protest the, the murder of George Floyd, because that, that to me is what it was. So what do we do about that? And how do we try to enact change um, without burning down our own community? I'm not, I'm not in favor of that. I'm in favor of people, and I've, I've seen pictures of people that are standing in front of their stores trying to protect their stores, and these are people from all races. And yet, these, these folks that are not, I don't think, the, the main part of the protesters, the, these people are causing immeasurable harm to our own communities and in others communities and I'm I'm for people that uh, that have to protect their store in any way that they can being able to do so I I just it it angers me beyond belief to sit there and watch some of the stuff that we're seeing and, and not only looting and vandalism but you know you're throwing you're throwing stuff trying to blow up police um I, I was really disappointed to be accurate about this to whomever made the decision, whether it's the mayor of Minnesota or whomever, for the police precinct to basically leave. I mean, they were they those police officers were ordered to leave the building, and they basically just gave the building up to the looters who burned it and trashed it. And to me, that emboldened. Um, you know, their cause, whatever their cause is. So, I mean, there's so, there's so many, you know, there's so many storylines here and it's such a deep rooted issue, um, that, that you can come at from a lot of different angles. But again, I hope George Floyd and his family get justice and justice to me would be for the officer who kneeled on the back of his neck to go to prison for a long, long time. And I've got to be honest about it. The other three officers that, that evidently, based on at least the tape that I've seen, didn't do anything, mm-hmm. didn't say anything, uh, didn't didn't indicate, listen, that's enough. Let's get him up. I mean, I think they've got to be, I think they've got to be held accountable um, as well. I do too. And my fear is if they're not held accountable, we were talking about this before, if they're not held accountable <clears throat> from that one incident Look what we've seen, not just in the city that it happened in, but every every city pretty much across America. If, it, if they're not held responsible, then it gets a little scary. I mean, it's a little scary now. You know? Well, I, I don't know. Listen, I don't, I don't know. I think you're right, number one. 
I, the, the narrative now, I think, is starting to surface. Uh, it was interesting. I saw a piece that um, I'm trying to remember where the, the autopsy of George Floyd evidently showed, based on what the coroner said, that he did not die from asphyxiation. Now, as soon as I either heard that or saw that, I'm thinking, you know, here we go. Mm. You're going to start to try to build the foundation for the defense that, you know, while, you know, the officer shouldn't have been in the back of his neck, he did not directly cause the death of George Floyd. That That is not going to play. That and, and frankly, I'm not even trying to hear that. Uh, the the bottom line is there there is video of him with his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck for over eight minutes while George Floyd uh, said I can't breathe. I mean I don't think you need to see much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not a coroner. I, I I don't know you know what the autopsy shows, but nobody's going to believe. Very few people are going to believe, even if it's accurate, that 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 officer did not have a direct. Uh, cause or was not directly involved in the cause of George Floyd's death. So, I mean, I hope justice prevails. I really do. Uh, I I think no matter what they prove with respect to the autopsy, you can't tell me, and I'm a reasonable person, that that officer did not have some sort of impact on him losing his life. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I think must be held accountable. Do you feel like sports is kind of weird to talk about now? Because I can switch it. I can, I can do, I have a pretty, well, well listen, we don't, we don't have any sport. What, what well, sports okay. have you been watching? <laughs> you know, Lots of what sports around. are going on in your world? Have you watched bowling? <laughs> no, I haven't. Have you? I really have not. I, I, and, and I must say, even if I knew bowling was on, <laughs> I don't know. Even now live bowling, would you watch it? Like the, the number one bowler in the world, would you watch it? I've never, I enjoy going bowling, Yeah. but I've never really been, um, in, avid uh professional bowlers viewer so do you have your own bowling ball do i throw a bowling ball do you have your own bowling ball no okay have you ever had your own bowling ball no i have i have a couple friends who have their own bowling ball and it's engraved with their initials and <laughs> I, make, I, I make fun of both of them you should yeah well i was gonna say this you could switch it so justin simmons speaking about what we were, t- we were just talking about he lives in florida and he did, I guess, a little public speaking at a rally and, and wants to use his platform um, like Brandon Marshall did and said, I think he said all the right things that obviously there's a problem and it's going to be have to be addressed. And but he didn't want it done through violence. Do you like that coming from Justin? Simmons? Yes, he's very he's so he's just a really bright person. He's a very articulate kid mm-hmm. and. uh and he's a heck of a player too, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I like I like the idea of having more people like Justin Simmons uh, step up. People that when they talk, you know, others will listen to. Um, but this is going to be you know, the the hard thing about this. Back to the to the cop situation. It's it's impossible to legislate against bad cops until they do something that you actually catch on video. Yeah, except for didn't the officer that um is being is going to be convicted, didn't he have kind of a rap sheet of Look like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no, I I agree with that. So the question is why was he allowed to continue right. to be on the force? 
Now we've seen we've seen over the this weekend. Unfortunately, um, we've saw a couple of cops in Atlanta that responded. Atlanta that responded in a way that was deemed inappropriate. Both of those, and those were two veteran uh, police officers, evidently that had very clean records. Both of them were fired. Mm-hmm. So we we have to. It, it's such a multifaceted question, right? And I do think police officers are put in a really terrible position right now. At times, no question. To, right now, these police officers from Denver have to defend themselves. I was, since they, they're in my neighborhood, I was talking to some of them. And as I was talking to them for 10 minutes, two cars drive by and yell, fuck cops. Those guys, they, yeah. didn't, do, they didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah. There's such rage against these men and women that didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah. So there's that. Well, there's that. And then you throw in the, the racial component. Right. So it's um, and I've got I've got plenty of um, African-American friends um, that are not, uh, you know, not prone to hyperbole. They're not they they you know, they want a fair shake in life. They have their family men, their their coaches. Um, but it's it's a different world for them than it is for us. It just is. And if you're. I mean, if you really believe that's not true, mm-hmm. then I don't. I don't know. You're entitled to your opinion, but I think you're you're living with your head in the sand. It's just different how we go about trying to, you know, close significantly close the divide between, in this case, the African American community and the police force. I mean, that's going to take that's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of intention. It's going to take a lot of dialogue. It's going to take the right people delivering the message. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's no easy way to do that. I mean, that's that's um, it's. I don't, I don't have all the answers in that regard, but I know it's necessary. I know it's something that has to be addressed. And then you throw in. I don't want to go down this little rabbit hole, but then you then you throw politics. I love how you say. I don't want to go down this rabbit <laughs> hole, and go. then you just crawl as fast as you can down the rabbit hole. I don't want to go down here. But let's go. <laughs> well, now it got very political. It's very political now. It didn't start out that way. But now... Well, every, everything... I mean, nowadays, almost everything that we encounter has a political uh, tilt to it. Just does. So... To me, I, I don't I don't see these issues that we're talking about specifically as as political, but well, others, but plenty of others do. So walking around Sunday morning, I walked around Civic Center Park, and a lot of the signs they didn't show you were should I say the word? Should I say the? They were all they were like kill all cops. Yeah, my bet my heroes are the people that kill cops. That that yeah. was all the graffiti. Yeah, there was a ton of graffiti about Trump. Yeah, a ton. So that's what I'm saying. Like people have this see an opportunity to make it political. Sure. Whatever, you know, whatever you think about that. Okay. So um, Kenny Stills, Eric Reed, who both play in the NFL, sent out tweets after Roger Goodell. He had a public message about this um, saying there remains an urgent need for action. You know what they said? They sent out a tweet that said, save the bullshit. Well, I uh, listen. Eric Reed is has not been happy ever since he uh, took a knee and supported Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not been happy. Eric Reed is is 
is not only un- unhappy with the NFL, he's unhappy with Malcolm Jenkins and some of the leaders that that in Reed's estimation have hijacked the message and you know agreed to uh, Anquan Bolden that group have agreed to be able to try to work with the NFL in some regard. He considers those players, all of which that I named are African American, mm-hmm. to be sellouts, right? So, and and Kenny Stills may be may be in the same in the same boat. Um, you know, I, again, this this gets back as I said that the, the, the dynamic of the story. There are so many tentacles. There are so many storylines that. Um, you talk about going down rabbit holes. I mean, you could forever. You know, the Colin Kaepernick, I mean, LeBron, I thought, had an interesting tweet, uh, something to the effect that, do you understand now what you know what we were trying to say? And he had a picture of Kaepernick on a knee. Mm-hmm. What I've said, even back then, and that was back in, what year, what year was that, 2016 or 17 maybe, I said at the time, listen, I'm a stand for the anthem guy because of, that's just how I was raised. Now, I have no issue with Colin Kaepernick protesting anything that he wants to, in this case, uh, the police behavior with respect to the African-American community. My point on the air at that point, at that time, and I still feel the same way, was his, his message becomes really diminished and is not nearly as effective if you want to you want to give that message after you've kneeled for the national anthem because for the majority of people in this country they once they see you do that they shut you out your message falls on deaf ears they do not want to engage with you mm-hmm. so that that was that was what i said at the time i i still believe that i think there is a lot of work to be done i think it's going to be hard and difficult work um, and I think some people in this country really have to look at themselves in the mirror and check themselves and see what's in their heart and and how they view this country and how they view what is going on. It's not only about what is good for you and your immediate family and your community. It's what's good for for all of us. And, um, you know, it's just I tell you, this last five or six days has been. Uh, has been really difficult to watch on on various levels. I feel like this is a story we're going to be talking about, not just a story, but how we're living our lives for a really long time. It's just not going away in two days. No, I, th- I listen, I think that, um, I mean, we don't know. We do this on a Monday. We don't know that tonight might not be the seventh consecutive night of, of rioting. I, I think the approach that some... Uh, municipalities have used has clearly not worked. Mm -hmm. And when you have, again, you have your, your police force abandon their post. I mean, we stop thinking about this. I was watching some of the film uh, last night. I'm thinking, you know, if, if we didn't have a police force in this country, I mean, to me, we would stand a very real risk of just descending into complete chaos we expect as american citizens to be protected by our police force now i say that and the genesis of what we've seen at least some of it is because the police force in this case one officer with three other officer mates decide to do something that is unspeakable and it is a direct cause 
of the death of an African-American. I say that, but we as citizens, we have to expect the police to protect us. And the last five or six nights watching some of this stuff going on, again, not the peaceful protesters, but the ones that have been incentivized to go there and just wreak havoc and mayhem and throw bricks at officers. And those people have to be stopped. Do you find an irony? I don't know if irony is the right word, but most uh, what I've seen in Denver, those people are, are white. That are causing. See, I don't. I, uh, I mean, I've because I've, I've been. Yeah, I'm so close. I haven't been in it, but I'm looking down on it. That's an interesting. Uh, yeah, may, maybe so. But to me, it doesn't. It it doesn't matter. My point is, it doesn't matter what color you are, right? I mean, I I I am for. I'm, I'm for justice for for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. I'm for that police officer going to prison for a long time. I'm for the other three to face charges. Um, I'm for peaceful protest to try to make your point, but I'm for protecting your individual businesses and homes with whatever is necessary. I'm, I'm for not allowing these punks to run up and down streets of our cities, burning, looting, attacking, and seemingly doing it without much resistance from our police force. I don't blame the police in this regard. I blame the people that have the ability to decide what the reaction of the police will be. Those people, I, I would. my message would be wake up and, you know what, stop being scared to make a decision. You, you're, you're in a position of leadership, so how about you lead? How about we decide not to let these punks run up and down and burn our buildings and everything else down and attack people and incite violence. Let's get back to what's really important, the George Floyd murder and peaceful protest. But but all the other clowns, you know what? You got to stop them by whatever means necessary. Do you think Hancock's done a good job? I do. Well, you just asked a question and then you led the, you led the witness. <laughs> If you if you were if I if you were cross examining me, I I my I would hope my lawyer at that point would say object object sustained. Okay, let me ask this again. Yeah, I it can't it can't be easy, and I I like Mayor Hancock. Um, it it cannot be easy. It, It cannot be easy to be be in a position right now where you're the mayor of a city and you're seeing some of the things go on in your city. So, again, I I think. Yeah, you know, I've I've made my point. I just think that you know enough is enough, and we've seen enough stuff uh, burned down and stores looted and people's lives taken, you know, right in front of their eyes. I mean, there was there's a there's a video yesterday of a lady trying to protect her storefront, and these three punks, you know, she tries to talk to them, and all, and all of a sudden they start beating up beating her up. It's like. Man, I'm not trying to see that anymore. I mean, that's, I mean, a reasonable American, when you see stuff like that, you become very, very angry. When you see George Floyd in his position with a knee on his neck, you become very, very angry. So I get the anger. I really do. And I'm, I'm a white dude. I'm not, I'm not black. Still, that angered me beyond, beyond belief 
witnessing what what happened. And something has to be done. I'm all for that. But not looting and burning down businesses just because you've uh, you've been empowered and think you can do that. So we're going to take a breath. I know on your KOA show, 9 to noon, Monday through Friday, you guys will be talking about that a lot. When we come back, though, we're going to lighten the mood and we're going to fucking laugh. Okay. The Dave Logan Podcast can be found at iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember to download, and if you like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe. Remember, you can log on to our website, thedaveloganpodcast.com. Go to the Contact tab to ask us questions. We'll read them on the podcast. Most every question is fair game. Just keep it classy. It's thedaveloganpodcast.com, or you can send your question directly to us on Twitter, at DaveLoganPod or at JulieBrahman1. Welcome back to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman. Hope uh, you and yours are safe and well as you are listening to this. Yeah, we do. We're going to lighten the mood. We're going to play a little Love It or Leave It. Okay. Okay. Let's play Love It. I love it. I love it too. Or Leave It. Bye, Felicia. Horoscopes. Love It or Leave It. Leave it. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. I never got into horoscopes, even when horoscopes were a big. What was the What was the name of the of the, of the uh, column? It was a dear Dear Abby's advice. Oh, wasn't she the horoscope lady? Didn't uh, Dear Abby branch out and do horoscopes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But Is, dear, that's Abigail. I think she's Van Buren. I think she has a sister that does. I think you're onto something. I think there's two of them. I well, think- let's research that before our next podcast. Okay. Do you want to know your horoscope today? I why why do I think that there's really no choice? <laughs> you're asking me the question and not really listening to my answer. <laughs> sure. You're feeling especially optimistic about the future. Your enthusiasm could spill over to others, attracting them into your aura. Do you think you're doing that right now? You're attracting others into my aura? Yeah. By your enthusiasm. Um, Gosh, I hope so. I mean, that's that's one of the things when I got up this morning, I said, yeah, we got the podcast today, just afternoon. I'm going to try to do the best job I can to attract people into my aura. So hope it's working. Uh, today is June 1st, and it's Marilyn Monroe's birthday, Heidi Klum's birthday, and Morgan Freeman's birthday. Who would you like to hang out with for the day? Well, Marilyn's dead. She is. But if you could. Of those three? Mm-hmm. It'd be a toss-up between Marilyn Monroe and uh, Morgan Freeman. No Heidi Klum? Nah. Not your type? I mean, she's okay, but I mean, you know, maybe maybe a lunch, you know, next month. You're the only man I know that would want to go to lunch with Heidi Klum. She's not my my type. A supermodel is not your type? Well, I'm not (laughs) saying she's not attractive. I'm just saying, I mean, we all have our types, right? Right. Right. Okay. So no, I'd like to. I'd like to hang out with Morgan Freeman oh, for sure. But Marilyn cool. Monroe would be interesting because I'd 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 have a slew of questions for her. Would you want to go to lunch? Sure. <laughs> I would. I would be more inquisitive than. Well, no. I mean, if can you imagine hanging out with Marilyn Monroe? Oh, I'd, I'd have all sorts president. of questions. Oh, yeah. Jack or Bobby. Jack or, and Bobby. No, I just I'd say you have to rate. <laughs> uh, you know, she married Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. What an interesting, albeit short life she had love it or leave it the 30 for 30 with lance armstrong have you seen that i have uh it finished last night mm-hmm. i don't know 
Um, I, it, did, it didn't really change. It, it didn't change how I view Lance Armstrong. I think you have to acknowledge his greatness, certainly his competitive fire. He was, he was all about winning. I mean, he cheated. And the only thing that I came away with after watching the four episodes was that, I mean, pretty much everybody in cycling was cheating at the time. I, I didn't, I, I, I had not really put that together, but when you, when you hear all the guys being interviewed and, and virtually all of them were doing either EPO or, or, uh, blood boosting, whatever, whatever the hell they do. Do I understand it more? No, I mean, what he, he got pretty much what he deserves, but from a competitive standpoint, I think they all just sort of came to the conclusion, listen, everybody's doing it. And if I don't do it, I have no chance to win. So I thought it was okay. It was not as good for me as the, the last dance, the, oh, yeah. the MJ retrospective, yeah, but I'm more of a basketball fan than cycling fan okay last question love it or leave it major league baseball by july 4th considering the environment that we're in leave now it. leave it really leave it oh my leave god drew's gonna it's not happening off a cliff it's not happening i i don't i don't see it happening now um i think there will be pressure brought to bear and i think that we will see baseball but i think it's going to be after july 4th and i think again from the owner's perspective um, the optics of sort of how this whole thing has played out have been awful. We're to the point in this country right now that we really don't care, like how you guys want to divvy up all the money that you make. We just want to see baseball. I hope mm-hmm. baseball realizes that, and you know. Uh, but the owner's proposal, after they had already forged an agreement with the players' association about coming back pro-rating salaries, you know, half half pay, and then they wanted to even cut them lower than that. Um, people figure this out, right? They The average fan doesn't care. But I will say this. If they wind up not playing baseball in a situation like this, to me, they irreparably harm the sport. And I'm not saying it'll never come back, but it'll be a long, long time. And I love baseball. I'm of the generation – I grew up with baseball, you know, okay, it's slower than football and bath, but there's a beauty to baseball. I enjoy, I really enjoy watching a baseball game. But the younger generation, they don't feel that way. It's not exciting enough for them. Well, how do you think it's going to be if, if all of a sudden in the pandemic, you know, we can't, we can't figure out a way to get our players back in the field? There's going to be some real outrage, right? Yes. From, yeah, Even more been... so than, than there is. Dave, sadly, we have to end the podcast. Oh. Damn. Our block.